I saw like something coming this way, that that way, and they start like doing woo woo woo. Welcome to Cadillac Jack, my second act, episode three hundred and thirty-three by my count. Listen, do this for us. Just go straight to about the forty-eight minute mark and and, and, and enjoy. Consider it a gift. It's a gift to you from uh, Cadillac Jack and Donna. All right, you're gonna cringe. When was the last time you were very uncomfortable? Right, you, you you just cringe and get me out of here with your your thought. Right, as you just you're, you're tightening up a little bit. When's the last time that happened? Well, the next time it happens, it's gonna be in forty seven minutes and thirty eight seconds. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was nineteen years old. Put in a loyal twenty six years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things that you are already talking about with your family and your friends. Conversations about pop culture, current events, headlines in the news, music, plus often endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Episode 333, by my count, Cadillac Jack, my second act. My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Okay, there's this new show that comes on, ironically enough, uh, TLC, which stands for The Learning Channel. Did you know that? Did, yeah. That's what that stood for. Um, and it seems to have become like the great dumping ground for like, you know. Trash program? Yeah. Like, you know, that show I watched with that man that had all those wives and they've all left him. That, that could be one of a million. Um, oh. like, is that Love, Love Island Lost or no. Paradise Lost? Or, or my big, my big. My big fat husband. <laughs> or, um, my big fat fabulous wife. Jewish rich husband or what? Oh, boy. Um, anyways, so there is a new show. I don't know if you've heard about it called Milf Manor. I have, yes. Okay. So these women who are cougars. Um, d- d- explain that. Well, I don't even know that they're cougars. They're like, you know, in they're over 40, and they have come, they're divorced, and they have kids, and they have come to this island, and they have there's like eight or nine of them, and they have them held captive on this island, and the twist is uh-huh. they have brought in like 11 boys. Twinks. Well, I don't know what that is. But like boys that are, what's a twink? A twink is young, a young like a, a teenager. Oh well, they're not teen. Well, I don't know. They're young boys, young men. Okay. And they're going to go like they're going to date them. So it's kind of like a bachelor for old women. Is and that still then, a thing though? Cougar is, is cougar still a thing? I don't know. I, I don't think so. I mean, I think people just date whoever they want to date, whatever age they want to date. It's not like called anything. You know, if you have a connection, I guess it doesn't matter, or doesn't matter. It does in this case because are you ready for the plot twist? Yes. Okay. So, okay, if you are watching MILF Manor, M-I-L-F. No one, no one is watching MILF Manor. <laughs> I will gear, I'm not watching it. I, I just, I, I've only, I've only watched this, I only. The trailer? Yes, and then I read the spoiler and I'm like, I don't need to watch anything. Okay. Okay, so, but if you're watching it, I do want to give a spoiler alert, okay? So what should they do? Put their hands over their yeah, ears? Whatever, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. What now? Yeah. Wait, what's, what's the alternative? Are, are we keeping we're gonna, you we're up? Gonna we're going to send out two versions of this episode? Like one has the reveal and one doesn't? Are we, are, just, bo- are we boring you? No, no, absolutely not. We're just getting started. If you are listening and, and you're watching Milf Manor, turn your volume down for uh, 30 seconds. Yes, that's okay, fine. 30 seconds. Okay. The plot twist is the boys, the gentlemen, callers, the young uh, fellas that they brought to the island are their sons. And they don't know that. No. How do they not know their son? No, they, they, they revealed it. But so now the the whole thing is is they are vying for the attention of of each other's sons. Okay, that's wrong. It is so wrong from start to finish. Yeah, 
It's insanity. That was the twist. And people were like, okay. Like, well, I think what, I've seen it. What if the Suns don't like cougars? <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, they had to, I think, agree to be part of this. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It's, it's all rigged. It's, you it's think? all right. Absolutely. It's all rigged. That's going to come out. Yeah, I do uh, kind of think that, too. What was that website? You Smoking Jacket 911 or something? Oh, used yeah. to reveal, like, uh, secrets of, you know, like, the concert writers. And, oh, yeah. What was that website? Like, oh, it's, sm- uh, it's, it's gone, like, the, the way onion. Perez, Perez The Hilton. Onion. No, no, no. Oh. Smoking, the smoking gun. I think it was a smoking gun. Smoking gun. Yeah, I think it was yeah. a smoking gun. They'll but, have they'll yeah. have the, the details. But I'm just like, how far down the rabbit hole of trash have we everything's gone? been done though? Everything's been done. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, what's left to yeah? Well, do you, everything do you bring, and everyone has been done. Bringing your kids and having to sleep with older women. That's, that's is that gross? Is it not? Yes. Is it not? That'd be like if okay, that would be like if I was on an island with a bunch of women. Like I signed up to do this, okay? Right. And then they open the gates. Like to reveal them because all the little fellas are in the shadows, you oh, know. Right, right, right. And out comes like Will's friends. Yeah, and you're supposed to sleep with them. I, yeah, yeah. And then Will's going to sleep with like so I'm. No, that's not happening. Will told me in a sidebar conversation of a certain person who right. is a milf who hit on him at one point, and I'm like, what? Define hit on. Was just kind of like rubbing his arm and making someone we know. I, mean, I know her. I don't What's know. her name down? No, What's I, her name you're not going to know her. I mean, but we'll talk about it afterwards. But I was just mortified. And I told him, I said, I will kick her rear end if I find out. Okay, he's twenty, going on 24. Uh, yeah. He was like, well, that's okay. I'll call you if I need you to do that. But I'm not at all interested. I'm like, okay, well, if you need me to kick her, you know what? You call me. What would you kick or what? Just t- knock her purse down and pull her hair and... Kick her in the throat. Something like that. Well, that seems excessive. Let's talk about your George Bulldogs. Cadillac Jack Back to back That is Coach Kirby Smart of the Georgia Bulldogs I, I see Coach Kirby Smart here Who he, he is hyping the crowd up He was leading the dogs Donna He was calling for the dogs Calling the dogs During the uh, championship National championship parade On campus at the University of Georgia this past Saturday afternoon. You don't inherit greatness. You, you don't inherit this. You've come into a special place, a place that cares about football. These fans turn out all the time. They travel all over the country. But you don't inherit that. You work for it. You earn it. And that's what this team did over the last year. They earned every single victory along the way. And it was hard. And it was tough. And they did it the right way. Back to back. After the parade, a uh, capacity crowd at Sanford Stadium for the celebration where Kirby Smart spoke. It was just a big day for the fans. Big day for the team, but it was to be a big day for the fans of, of the University of Georgia Bulldogs back-to-back national championships after kicking TCU's ass uh, a week ago Monday, I guess. Um, the story, though, that has come to the, the forefront following the parade and celebration is something that happened during both, and uh, it was quarterback Stetson Bennett, who um, was just being an ass, to be honest with you, just being an asshole. Being a douche, and 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 so there were a couple of moments. Okay, we have audio here from a couple of moments. Uh, every television station, every TV network is there live in Atlanta, covering the parade. Stetson is in a he's riding on the back of a convertible uh, with another player. I forgot the other player's name. Heather Catlin, our ABC affiliate, is is 
on the street, literally covering the parade for Channel 2. And she approaches as the, uh, as the convertible's moving with Stetson in it at uh, parade speed, not not Braves World Series champion parade speed. That was uh, supersonic almost, we learned. Just barely going. And then she approaches Stetson, who's on his phone. Really? I mean, you guys. Uh, uh, speechless, speechless. And she tries to play it off. I don't think he can hear us. Look he, he can hear you. So she tosses and gives it back to the fans, which is something Stetson refused to do all day. Uh, not only during the parade, but during the celebration at Sanford Stadium. Uh, we got some of his speech here in just a sec. But uh, it wasn't just Heather from Channel 2. Uh, Heather Catlin, it was every TV reporter that approached him live during the parade. He would literally turn his head. And tap on his phone or, or talk to the his 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 teammate sitting on the back of the convertible with him. I want to play the Heather clip one more time. It was kind of hard to understand. I'm going to do it without the bed underneath it because uh, he, he's just he's absolutely just rude to her. How you feeling? Really? I mean, you guys. He says, "Really? I mean, you guys." How's it good to have all these fans here to support team? So I don't think he can hear us. Look at all these fans here. Let's go to the clip of him inside Sanford Stadium because it, it continues the narrative that he's just pissed, he's angry, and he's mad at the media. I don't think necessarily at the fans, but he's mad at the media because every, there were some that doubted him. Man, y'all burn us. Y'all burn us. Y'all kept telling us how bad we were, and y'all couldn't understand it, and, you know, and we kept winning, and pocket. And we kept embarrassing people, but y'all had other storylines, and it was 49 to 3, and it was you know, 65 to seven, it was everything. And y'all didn't want to believe it because you didn't, <laughs> that makes no sense to me. Yeah. Hey, but you know, um, screw it. We got two rings, man, you know? No doubt, no doubt. What do you think? I don't There's like There's 100,000 people there that yeah. are there to celebrate this win with the Bulldogs. And then the Bulldogs should be there to, to show appreciation to the 100,000 fans that are there. Uh, that have been through them through bad seasons and good seasons and better seasons and worse seasons. I don't like it. And, you know, I've been a big Stetson supporter, and I am. I think he's great on the football field. Um, this was not the proper venue. No, it was not. I think he, um, you know what, the old saying, and it is an old saying, you walk the walk and you talk the talk. And it's kind of like when you're the best of the best and you go out and you play a great game and you have a great season, which they did, undefeated, um, that that says everything it needs to say. You know, um, I just, and, and like I said, I've been a big supporter of him as a player. Um, he has never been the best speaker. I don't know about his leadership ability because we don't know a whole lot about that. Um, I, and, I, and I've been, ve- and I want to be clear, I've been very vocal that I, I do like the fact that sometimes he goes rogue with, you know, going against some of the plays that Kirby calls. But this just really rubbed me the wrong way. And I, I don't know what's going on. And I think if I was like an armchair psychologist, not quarterback, um, ah, get I like it. That, I, like that. I think maybe he's, you know, some people have said something, you know, the time is drawing near for his college career to end. Ringy ding ding. And he knows now the NFL is really not going to be an option. Well, it may be, or it may not no, be, but, but certainly but, not in, in the first couple rounds, you know, and I just, I don't know. You ever oh. have, you ever, and, and everybody's had one of these, like probably, or maybe your kids had one or even your spouse, like somebody's just, they wake up and they're just pissed off yep. like for and I think there's a lot there could be a lot of reasons but whatever they're just pissed off and it's almost like like I don't know how to explain it like 
it's like maybe Christmas or a birthday party. There's always one of one Trigger. event, yeah, where someone's ruined it for some reason, and you're like, why? Or like a day on a vacation. And so I I don't know if it was something about this particular event, but not the time and the place. And I told you, there were a lot of people who did not believe in. In Stetson, there were a lot of people who did not believe the Bulldogs were good enough to win back-to-back, that they had an easy schedule, that they this, that they that, and they definitely earned their place. However, you know what? And I don't know that Sports Illustrated wants to do an interview with you, but they, they probably would, maybe an online they interview, would, yeah. you know, an online interview or something. And especially if it was framed in Stetson Bennett's pissed. Pissed to the media. You yeah, know? exactly, exactly. So, Because if you serve that to exact producers at ESPN, they'd be like, yeah. come, we're sending a jet right now, and we, you'll be in Bristol or wherever they are in Virginia. But I think, the hour. I think athletes are probably the biggest abusers of this. They get in so much trouble sometimes. It's like John, the John Rocker mentality where you get comfortable. And I mean, lots of people do when you get interviewed. But, you, you know, you just you think it's cool just to let your feelings fly. And what you forget is, first of all, Bulldog fans, and I know Alabama fans will argue and Auburn fans and Tech fans, but Bulldog fans are some of the most – you know, ardent fans in the world. They travel. It's been proven. They travel everywhere. There were so many dog fans in, in SoFi LA. Stadium. Um, not an easy trip. And no matter what the press has done or said, that's the press's job. Just like the Falcons. They, you know, our Atlanta teams, they never, and that's probably a good reason for that, but they never support them. But the fans that were there and the kids who, and it was freezing. I wondered about the I was bothered most by the kids yeah. that were in the stadium. And by the way, it was freezing. Yes, it was uh, about 32 so degrees. It was quite a commitment. It wasn't like a beautiful, you- sunny, 80-degree day, breezy. And, you know, all those people showed up in Athens because they wanted to be there. And for people to get up and walk away and go, geez, what a jerk. Like It's not a good look. Really? Is that the opinion that you want? And there was just no need for it. It was just that day was about celebrating the team, celebrating the fans that had, you know, supported them. And then, you know what, if you want to take it up with, and, and, and I don't know if like Chuck Dowdle, and I mean, he travels with, you know, he's our, our the sports anchor from, well, he was, he, he was, but I mean, they do that show with Heather Catlin, that that was the, the clip. That, Heather, Heather has, I would, Heather's, this is, that was not their first meeting. No. By any stretch. No. And I want to believe, honestly, not to even bring this up, that it's not because she was a female reporter, but it's like, what? Now, Equally, as I was like a supporter of Stetson on the field, if you recall previous podcasts, I also called him out for his behavior, for his poor treatment of his girlfriend. So I think that, listen, as we say all along, there's shadows and darkness in everyone, but, you know, this just was not the venue. And nothing, nothing makes me more angry than when someone's doing a meet and greet or they're involved in something and they're scrolling on their phone like they're too busy. It was so obvious, too, Ugh, what he was doing. Yuck. So I don't know. You know, what's Kirby going to say now? It's not like he can pick him up by the he back can. of his neck. And it's just, you know. And and here's the thing, too, if there, which I don't think there is. If there is any animosity between Kirby or he said to people, like, you know, maybe people have come up to Kirby, like I might have been one of those people and said, hey, lay off of him. You know, he's, look at him. He's, like, doing what he wants to do. He might say, that kid that you saw in the parade, that's what I've been dealing with. See, I said that to you, Donna. I know. I said that. Yeah, no, I know. Listen, I always admit my faults. No, no, really not, it's not a fault at all. I'm just saying that I called him a dick a long okay, time let's ago. Don't say but that I word. did. I did because Bleak he, he became he, he became too cocky. He became too um arrogant. Just the, the, the posing that he was doing. As you know, listen, you you will go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the University of Georgia football program. There's no doubt. But you know that. We do too. 
you're going to get your statue. I don't know if he's going to get it now. Well, but, but seriously, though, but so my, if not, why, why would you, on maybe one of the biggest days of UGA in the history of this university, why would you stomp the piss out of it? Why would you step on it? Why yeah, would you step like on it, it like you did? That, it's just not a good speech. Well, but if you want to lash out, if you want to lash out at, at, at the media, uh, call a press conference and lash out at them. Uh, there have been many, many sports reporters and anchors and TV stations in Atlanta, Georgia, and this market that have supported him and been behind him, more so than have questioned him, I believe. But as you said, it's also their job to do that, all right? Man, y'all burn us. Y'all burn us. Y'all kept telling us how bad we were, and y'all couldn't understand it, and, you know, and we kept winning, and and we kept embarrassing people, but y'all had other storylines. Prince Harry with uh, Spare, his first of, I think it's a fourth book deal with Penguin, has the biggest nonfiction sales day in the history of the world. 1.34 million copies of Spare in the first day release, which is a huge, no doubt. Uh, he hints that there's much more he left out. What could he have left out, Don? He said, uh, he told Sky, the Telegraph in Britain, uh, he opted to leave out some details that led to his strained relationships with his father, King Charles. Uh, the third and his brother, Prince William, quote, because uh, I don't think they would ever forgive me if he had included them in the first book. Um, was there not enough in the first book, you think, to question maybe yeah, the, I mean, future I don't of, know. the future father and brother relationships with him we had, or had past tense? I don't know. So it could have uh, could have been two books. The initial draft of the memoir was twice as long as what ended up being published. 419 pages is what it wound up at. Um, it's in a second printing right now. The record previously held by former President Barack Obama, 2020 memoir, A Promised Land, which sold 888, uh, 888 uh, about a million copies on its release day. Uh, Prince Harry gets 1.34 million. You've been watching, I, I saw you watching the uh, Good Morning America thing with Michael Strahan earlier today. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, again, he's another one that I'm up and down on, up and down on this whole situation. Um, you know, we talked a lot about it in the last podcast. I just, um, I, I don't think you have to show all your cards, but then he, he does pull you back in with that little ginger hair and that personality. And, you know, I, I do think that the one thing that I do think he suffered from, which is a lesson for everyone, is when his mom passed away, um, and I think a lot of it was because of the situation, you know, and, and they are royals, that, you know, he had said, imagine, I think I would be much further along had I been given the opportunity to talk to someone, to have therapy, that I might not have done as many drugs, I might not have, you know, drank as much, I might not have partied as much. And he said something that just blew me away. And I know you heard it when he said it. He said, I was either trying to numb my feelings or what was the other one? I was, I wouldn't really pay attention. Oh, well, with the alcohol and the drugs, he was just like, you know, because he, 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 he was saying like, he what didn't cry. Emotion, well, he didn't get to process it. No. Also his mother. So just the emotions, he was either trying to forget about did, them or just numb them. And I think we've all been in that situation before where you're just, and maybe it's not alcohol, drugs, maybe it's food, maybe it's shopping. Sex, life, it could be anything. Maybe it's just running, having to go all the time, you know, instead of just sitting down. Because if you sit down for 10 minutes and you have to sit with your feelings or your the thoughts going through your head, no you don't want to do that. So I, I do think that, you know, some of the stuff he talks about is important because for the first time ever, you have someone on a platform who the family has been so private talking about mental health and those issues. And so, you know, I hope from that does come some good. You know, if you, if you, if you have young kids and 
or even older kids. And, you know, sometimes you just, you don't realize that you talking to them all the time isn't the same as them being able to talk to someone else and truly get their feelings out. So that made me feel a little sad because I do think he was such a little boy and to lose his mom. And I, I would imagine because there wasn't a lot of love for Princess Diana at that time that it just was kind of steamrolled over. You know, it's like, well, your mom's not here anymore. You know, the passing of, of Princess Diana wasn't wasn't honored by the people. And that's what he was saying, that he was out, you know, shaking people's hands and he couldn't understand why their hands were wet because they had been oh, weeping. Tears. Yeah. But no, I'm saying by his father uh, inside, by the I see. I see. inside of the palace, it was kind of like, well, time to go back to school. You know, and, and I think we do that sometimes with our own, not us, but probably well, we have. We have. Yeah. But I mean, you do that with your own kids where you're like, it's not a big deal. Like, it's just not a big deal. Get over it. Or something's going on, and it's like, just because it's not a big deal to you doesn't mean it's not a big deal to them. Is it fair to say, though, that when we were our generation, you're, you're little, just not, not just a little bit older than I, but our generation, or your generation, my generation, uh, was it, it was different when we were growing up, though. You didn't talk about stuff like that. There was no therapy. Did you know oh, anybody when you were a teenager no. that went to therapy? No, not even if you were like addicted to the the hard stuff. I mean, yeah, no, there was no therapy. No, there was none of that. Yeah. None of it. You had a youth minister, maybe, but you talked to. I also think that that's you know that's that generational trauma. We're the product of that of sort of you know stiff upper lip, and then we're raising you don't you don't want to yeah. raise your kids to do the same thing. Well, the therapy's not the the the, the end all fix all end all either. You know? I don't think it is. But I don't think it is, but I think I think sometimes just being able to to vocalize your feelings instead of, you know, it, being expected to just push them down and push them down and push. Here's the thing. You can push down. You don't have to go to therapy. You Again, you can push it down with drugs. You can push it down with whatever you want. It's going to keep bubbling up. up. Yeah. I mean, you have to you have to come Address to it. some sort of terms with right. it. Noma, the super high-end restaurant. I think it's in Copenhagen. Where's that? Do we know? Where's, Co- where's Copenhagen? Denmark, Norway? Yes, that's South in Denmark. Den- that? No, it's in Denmark. Okay. Heavens. I was announced that they are going to, uh, they're going to close, cease operation. Mm. In 2025. They've ranked, uh, they, uh, Noma has, has ranked among the world's best restaurants since they opened the doors. Been known to charge $500 for a meal done. They had a special dish that was a uh, thing like a duck, and you got the neck and the beak and everything on your plate. Ew, okay, yuck. That's what they had like this one dish they were known for, or several, but that was like their go to. I whatever I go to, but 500 bucks for a meal. Right now, Donna, we're going to play a round of Dine and Dash during the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast. All right, questions. Uh, actually, no, you need to spin the wheel of fun, Donna. You need to spin the wheel of fun right now. Go ahead, spin the wheel of fun, Donna. <laughs> Yeah. Look at there. The, the category today, Donna, with uh, Game Zone is Dine and Dash. Because uh, we ain't getting no $500 meals. We're going to do it uh, fast food style, drive through style. Which is older, Lipitor or Ronald McDonald? Which came first? Ronald McDonald. Uh, Ronald McDonald is older. 1965. Ronald McDonald's introduced Lipitor, which is the best selling uh, cholesterol medication in, in America, was. Uh, uh, first synthesized in, in, in 1986, 1985. Uh, we're not done yet, though. There's more. Which fast food chain was behind the infamous Where's the Beef At campaign from 1994? Uh, what now? Oh, that's that woman. Okay. What was the restaurant? Wendy's. Okay, which was led by who? Uh, Wendy, but who, Wendy. Was, who was your granddad? Dave. Your uncle or dirty Dave. Uncle, perverted uncle. Okay, he wasn't pervert. Was he okay, Dave. He, he was not that way at all. Oh, my God. 
Which of the following is uh, which is uh, the most popular pizza topping in America, according to Pizza Hut? What do more people get on their pie when they go to Pepperoni. pizza? Yes, Don. Very well done. You're gonna you're gonna get a which chicken restaurant pressure cooks its chicken in peanut oil? Is it A Churches, B El Polo Loco, or C Chick Fil A? Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A is it? Atlanta based Chick Fil A. That's all I got. That was very anticlimactic. Okay, but it's climatic because I got 100%. Oh. But now ask me if someone's dead or alive, and I won't be able to get it. No kidding. What was the other one you said the other day we asked about? Bob Seger. He's alive, but barely. When I was looking for that clip for the letter, Mm -hmm. uh, issue 147, I think, last weekend. They had, I found you, you know, you you put something to YouTube, there's no telling what's going to come up. Well, I mean, you have a general idea, but sometimes you're surprised. Um, His last show was in Atlanta, and and it was somebody from the crowd shooting video of him doing that song that you added to the Spotify playlist, which was what, Hardworking Man or Working Man or Traveling Man? Traveling Man. Traveling Man. And he was just, he looked like Randy Owen from Alabama that night at the uh, the Perry State Fair. We went, you know, Mm. just phoning it in. Like he was wearing a pair of joggers and some snakes. uh, Some, some, what do the daddies wear? The, 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 The sneakers, the, uh, the zippies is that zips, yeah. Zippy zips. Well, wasn't there a name or something? Russell Dickerson. Coined? That's no, that's a different. That's a zaddy. Uh, okay, difference? that's a good looking dad. Oh, I, I don't. Yeah, I, that I don't. ain't. Yeah, that's probably okay. not Bob Seger. Well, nor Randy Owen from Alabama. God bless uh, him. Randy no, Alabama. God bless him. Now there was a time when he, you know, was he salt and peppered and. Or kind of, he kind of had Bob those Seger? wings. No, well, him and Randy, like when Randy was younger and had like kind of the flowing hair. Uh huh. And the tight blue jeans. Yeah. But not now. Mm-mm. I mean, God bless him. Is he alive? Which, which one? Both of them. It is Randy Randy Owen. Is it Donna? They're, they just announced the Roll On, Roll On, 18-wheeler, Roll On Tour. This must stop. And uh, Bob Seger, I guess, the, the video that I saw from State Farm Arena here in Atlanta was, I think, right before Christmas. Or maybe you, maybe you could have died between them now. I, I wouldn't know. And that's why we do Dead or Not Dead. Mm. That's why we do Dead or Not Dead. Um, if you're looking for free stuff to do, and who isn't, come play wild, stay wild, also Alpharetta. Because we have plenty of free things, lots of free shit you can do uh, in Alpharetta while you're here. Including, Donna, you can tour City Hall. I- Go deeper into our history, the Alpharetta History uh, History Museum, inside City Hall, tour City Hall. Doesn't say you can tour, but you can, I'm sure. I think, I think old J- Mayor Gilvin would give you a tour. Ask, tell, tell Jimmy. He would Donna love Jack, to. Uh, from the My Second Act podcast, sent you to City Hall, and you would like a personal tour, and ask if he has time. He may not, but you can ask. I'm going to tell you, though, he third would floor. do it in a third heartbeat. Floor. City Hall East, third floor. That is a kind man. He would do it. Uh, nearly every weekend of the year, there's something going on here in Austin, Alpharetta. Free festivals, uh, events. Uh, we have uh, the geocache uh, stuff going on where you, you you seek out treasures. Oh, I love those. Or pencil top erasers, depending on who's in charge. You know, who, who stacks Of hiding the, the stuff. Geocache, yes. Yeah. That matters a lot. We got shopping and dining districts. Uh, every, every there's just different pockets here in Alpharetta uh, where you can go and you can you can shop and you can drink, you can eat, you can fall down, you can dance, you can uh, you can you can play an instrument, you can do whatever you want to do uh, within reason. Ask Jimmy when you see him at City Hall what your uh, restrictions are. I, I bet he'll say nearly none. Where, where is this going? Here in Austin, Alpharetta. <laughs> From art to history, concerts to festivals, hiking oh to God. biking, free activities to keep your uh, crew entertained. Come spend some time with us. The city. Uh, has two self-guided walking tours. I'd assume be driven around if, if, if we're honest about that. But by Mayor Gilvin, Jimmy, he's going to fire up his car. If you doesn't mind, okay. if you doesn't matter. If you doesn't mind, free stuff to do while you're here. Come spend some time in Austin, Alpharetta. Now, if you're coming from out of town, we'd love to see you. 
Yes. We have 30 partner hotels at awesomealfredo.com. Each hotel has uh, different different rates, uh, different size rooms for whatever you have going on that weekend, how many people are coming with you, how many people you meet and invite back to your room while you're here. Uh, you can upgrade your room. You can you can stay at an extended stay. To uh, We have a brand new, not brand new, it's about a year old now, the Hilton on Windward, which is a full-service Hilton. It's huge. One of the things that people love to do, like in Alpharetta, is just walk. We've got great, like, I mean, we've got great sidewalks, and you're kind of walking in different areas, and then you can pop in and get, like, different food at different places. You know how they call those things, like, you know how, like, you can do a bar crawl? You've heard yes. of that before? Yes, yes. I like to call this, like, a walking food crawl. So, like, you just, like, go from one place to the next. So, like, if you're downtown, you could go into, like, Mini Olivia, grab you a slice of pizza, and then you just go over to Savvy Provisions, and then you can get yeah, some... You drink, you can do food. Yeah, you get some wine. I mean, whatever you want to do. But, I mean, like, ice cream. So, we have amazing, amazing restaurants. And then, you know, like, we have, like, also, we talk about the restaurants and we talk about shopping and all that good stuff, but there's also a lot of great places to get, like there is um, a place to co-work downtown. There is a place to get your nails done right on the uh, on the square. So, I mean, lots of services and stuff to get things done too. So, yeah, <laughs> you can do all that stuff. Bring, bring your wallet for that type of stuff. Though. Yes, bring yes. Your oh, you can get your teeth clean. We have a great dentist, Bloor Dentistry, right on the corner. Yeah. Who? Bloor Dentistry, right on the corner of downtown Alpharetta. never met... Dr. Lower. Bloor. Nor if I met Dr. Bloor. Okay, she's fantastic, and you should go okay. get your teeth cleaned. All right. All right. Sign, sign me up. Yeah. Sign me up. Awesomealfaretta.com. That's where you also head to uh, win the, uh, the, the the wellness rejuvenate weekend. I keep waiting for them to call me. Well, they're not going to quite yet. Right, don't be sitting by your phone quite yet, Donna, uh, because you can register to win this uh, amazing trip to Alpharetta uh, through um, just, uh, it's coming up. You better enter quick. It's coming up. Uh, the end date. Hang on. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Uh, Going to be notified the week of April 10th. So pick up a few things to do between now and then, Don, if you don't mind. Let's not wait now. It might be April 9th you prepared for the April 10th call. But it is an incredible package. Value nearly $1,300. Uh, so many free stuff. You know, free stuff. So much free stuff. You won't get it in in, in that uh, the weekend that you choose to be here. The purpose of destination to relax, reset, recharge your body, mind, spirit, and soul. All of that. Awesome Alpharetta. The Relax and Rejuvenate with a Wellness Getaway Weekend. AwesomeAlfredo.com. Go there to uh, sign up or stop by the Alfredo Welcome Center. Uh, speaking of just swinging by and saying hello to folks, say hello to Janet Rogers and Miss Abby and uh, the entire crew there at uh, the Alfredo Convention and Visitors Bureau. Through March 31st, you can enter one entry per person. Winner will be selected notified the week of April 10th. All right. Full list of contest rules can be found at AwesomeAlfredo.com. AwesomeAlfredo.com. That's AwesomeAlfredo.com. Love to see you, though. Give us some of those gift cards when you get here. If you win, we'll meet you. Somewhere. Oh, my gosh. We'll meet you anywhere. Hand them off. Hand them off. Free stuff. Yes. We love it. We love it. Each episode, we had two songs to the Spotify Hype Song Playlist. Season four is four. F-O-R-E. As in, uh, you hit the golf ball four to give the people the heads up. That's where that came from. I'm a golfer. I knew that. I knew all that. I knew all the outdoor activities. Athletics and sports. No. No. Uh, TLC Don is going with no scrubs. Should we become like a um, a singing group too? Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Go on the road. Like we can open up for Fiddle and Steel. I got one for you. What if we became like really? What if we became really big and we took on, we took out like Dan and Shay at the knees at the CMAs and they're like, who who? Where's Cat? Where? Literally or figuratively? Well, 
I mean, you're talking about taking out the girl who's hitting on the woman who's hitting on Will. No, I mean, you're, like, you're violent in today's episode. No, I'm not. I mean, like, you know how we've talked about in the past, like that, that, um, duo category. Everybody's yes, just like everybody's just praying. This no one thin. shows up this on is, the scene. It's as thin as the Sunday Noon Times Herald. Because if you think about it, Dan and Shay, like right now, it used to be Big and Rich. We've talked about this. Yeah. And, well, and then it was Sugarland. Well, then there was uh, there was Thick Dan, and then and then and then Thin Dan. Mm, and I, Dan and Shay. I'm not participating in this one. Well, but imagine if all of a sudden, because you know they're sitting here going, "There ain't nobody coming. There's nobody. They can't get here this fast." And then out of the shadows comes who? What, what, who Donna and Caddy. Oh, is that us? Okay, that's her name. Yeah. What, what would be her name if we were duo? DC. Okay. Yeah, I don't like that. I mean, I like it, but let's be creative. Next episode. Next episode. We, we'll each, have have to come, we each have to come with, both of us have to come with two. Oh, with our name? Yep. Two two suggested names to toss up. Rock and Blue Steel? That whatever. Shh, don't tell me. Okay. I want to be surprised. But can you That's imagine? Next episode. Let me plant the tease. Okay. That's next episode of the Cadillac Jack Mike Second Act Podcast. Okay. What you got? But we come in on like full rhinestones and they're like, like, uh, who are these people? Like Danny McBride back on the scene. I do love that guy. Yeah. Who played uh, John Rocker. Yes. Eastbound and What's Down. Yeah, Eastbound and Down. Great Can show. you imagine us? We and just come. And then the gospel folks. The, yes. The, oh, the uh, gemstones. Oh, my God. Imagine great, we, great show. We great come show. rolling down the like main aisle. Yeah. And they seat us in front of. Dan and Shay. No, Who else? No, the two girls that sing. The, the Wreckers. Maddie and Tay. The Lens. Maddie and Tay. Maddie and Tay. All right, so that's done. Oh, well, let's talk about. So let's talk about TLC real quick. Scrubs. Let's, oh, can we get back to the Scrubs? Okay. Yeah, sorry. Let's try it again. See if the people are going to want us. Just go ahead and we'll catch up. Okay. Um, so, TLC, what a super group. Like, do you ever think about this? Like, you know, they were a group that um, Babyface and Dallas Austin and Jermaine Dupree put together. They handpicked them. Yeah, and Scrubs, this song was written by um, Candy Burris, you know, from The Real yes, Housewives. You I forget how much, like, she wrote, because she was with The Scape, remember? I do. So, you know, it was uh, T-Boz, Left Eye Lopez, and Chili. And this was, you know, they had a really up-and-down career, and, um, you know, one of them, unfortunately, um, lost their life. Um, How that happened? I don't remember that. It was a Jeep accident, if you I, remember. I don't remember that. I don't. Um, and it was um, Lisa Lopez. She died in a car crash. Left eye. Yeah, and she was in the Honduras, remember? And they went over the edge in a Jeep. But um, this was the most fascinating that I think. I mean, and they were like, they won so many awards. So many awards. Um, you remember the record label, La Face? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so this was, this was the most interesting part, and I totally forgot about this. Lisa Lopez, she unfortunately had to go to um, rehab for some drinking. Right, right. But she dated Atlanta Falcon Andre Risen. I remember that. Oh, the okay. house burning down. Thing. Yes. I remember that And it episode. was so volatile. Like, I mean, like, they were always fighting, and this is not a good thing. But here's what happened. In ni- June 9, 1994, now that's one day after your birthday. I'd just gotten here to Atlanta. Okay, that was one day after your birthday. Lisa tosses. Go to the South. Yeah, but listen, she tosses numerous pairs of Ryzen's newly purchased shoes do into a bathtub. Don't do that. Don't do and that. And them on fire. Douse them with lighter fluid uh-huh. and lit them on fire. Yeah. Well, you know what happens when you light something on fire in a fiberglass bathtub, don't you? I don't. I it don't melted, like it. and it yeah. set the whole structure, because there's wood underneath that, my friends. I think. I don't know. Right. Framers would Go know with, that. Run with but anyways, and it like... And she was arrested and indicted yeah. on charges of first degree arson. Uh, I remember, five, Get I, this. I remember Sky, Sky Fox Five Chopper over the, over the house over the fire when that happened. Sentenced to five years of probation and a ten thousand dollar fine. How long has that been? You want to hear the best part of the story? Two thousand four, two thousand fourteen. That's been thirty years. Here's the best part. Thirty of the story. years, Don. Are you ready for the best part of the story? I'm ready for the best part. The best part of the story was not her throwing his tennis shoes, which we think, or his knee, or his loafers, into the into the bathtub. Uh, the best part of the story is. 
Ryzen eventually reconciled with Lopez, and they continued. She burned your house down. They continued dating on and off for seven. She burned your house down. She burned your house, bro. What were you thinking? Men don't care. They do. They do. No, he's just like you know what. Thirty years. He's like, I know she burned my house down, but I love her. She makes me make meatloaf, so whatever. Thirty years ago. Wow. Is that not crazy? That's near crazy. Near crazy indeed. All right, what you got? Uh, I'm going with uh, Lady Gaga. All right. Going with the Babylon. Coming up. Parts coming up. Hang on. I don't know this song. You know Babylon? Mm-hmm. So, all right, never mind. We'll do your part. Well, I can't. Lady Gaga and I have to do together. Okay, we'll go back. Uh, we don't have time for that. No. I hate that. Do it again. Just rewind we're it. We don't have time. Yes, we do. We don't. We don't. We got Carl going on vacation. You are money. Don't talk. Rip that song. Bring that you bring that you bring him, you and me. That's gossip. That's gossip. Shut it out. Walk a mile. Serve it up. See, stop. Talk it out. Babylon. Battle for your life. Babylon. That's gossip. What you want? Money don't talk. Rip that song. Gossip. Babylon. Battle for your life. Babylon. What is this about? What does this mean? What's she talking about? What is Babylon? Wasn't that like a, well, a stuffed animal you could get back No, Babylon. Okay, are you? Who's that? What's that elephant? Isn't that Babylon? That's my bar. Oh, my bad. Cadillac Jack. now to uh, to tell you where to go to get great furniture for every room in your house at the best prices you're going to find anywhere. And that would be Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Uh, swing by. Tell Donna we said hi. I saw her a couple weeks ago. Went up there saw everybody. Took a little pizza. I always do a pizza party. Do they like that pizza? Uh, it doesn't matter. It's, it's Little Caesars. Yeah. Cheap pizza pizza. It's free and hot. You get, uh, you get two for one. Actually, you don't anymore. Did you know that? Uh, when I was a kid in high school. It was you, always you pizza, pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. You got two, two. Right. You don't anymore. So do they just now say pizza? Yes. And you pay a pizza price. Really? Yes, it's not like it used to be. Like you can go and get well, you four listen, pizzas for $19. The only part about Little Caesars that made it right was the price. Because it's not that It's crazy great. bread. But it's not crazy that, Well, that's true. Bread. But I mean, the pizza's not that great. It's not, but it's cheap. Oh, and you get those two liters, and you'd go in there, and like there's so many two uh, liters, like of the, so oh my God, Fanta. Well, here, here's the thing, too. It, when I was in high school, I graduated in uh, uh, 2005. Mm. When I was in high school, that was the only pizza. If you pooled your money with your friends and your mom and your daddy weren't involved, they weren't paying for it. If like after school one day you said, we're going to, let's order pizza. Yeah. That was all you could afford. Like yeah. you couldn't afford Domino's and you were, you were counting pennies to get little Caesars pizza, pizza. Yeah. But you got two. So you, you got that two. Was, that was the value. Yeah. That was the value. In it. Double the value. A value in the furniture, value in your home. Put that value back in your home uh, with some beautiful pieces for your bedroom, for your dining room. Uh, they got uh, beautiful, uh, just accent pieces. End tables, lamps, accessories, gallery furniture, everything you need to put under your roof to make your house just beautiful and get that, just soak that value up. Well, and you know what's getting ready to happen? It, we're kind of like, we're coming into spring, believe it or not. It may only be January, but it's not going to be long before you're going to want to be sprucing up. Like I was at, um, you know, Home Depot the other day and they've already got like grills out and everything's uh-huh. going. So it's time to start looking for those, what do we talk about every year? The, talk, uh, the talk rockers. Resinials. Hankles, 
rockers. Hinkles. Hinkles. So it is time. Like if you're getting ready to start redoing a room outside, a porch, uh, maybe getting a project going in your sunroom. Uh, don't forget that the gallery has just as much furniture for the outside as they do for the inside. But right now um, is a great time to get mattresses and rugs and occasional things. Again, we were talking about just little things that make a big difference. So, and the reason I say go up there and look for the little things is because what I know about you is you're going to go up there with only the intention to buy a rug, and you're going to have to like rent a car to get all your furniture back. You have to buy an F one fifty. Seriously, back home. Yeah, down the street. Because you, you just can't, you're not going to be able to get it all home. Exactly. Because the deals are just so amazing. So please, before you go anywhere else, we tell you this all the time. Go up there and at least give Donna the shot to earn your business. And she'll do that and save you a lot of money. All right? It's a win-win situation for everybody. And they're just a great locally owned small business. Been in the same location for 40 plus years. Ask for Donna. Ask for the Wolfman. Gallery. Furniture. You'll find them in Gainesville. President Joe Biden was in town Sunday for... Uh, to speak at Ebenezer Baptist Church for the Monday was MLK Day in Atlanta. He's got a pretty big following. And so um, he was the first sitting president, Donna, to ever speak at Ebenezer, the first sitting president. I had no idea. Barack Obama didn't? He was not a sitting president. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Sitting okay. meaning he's current, he's current president. He's the president right now. Right. Um, there's a video of him. I, I want to show you this real quick. It's a video thing. And then hang on because there, there, this is a moment straight out of the office that happened. During the Martin Luther King Day, or not day, it was the day before, uh, uh, celebration, if you will, at Ebenezer Baptist Church. Cring, I mean, I cringe. You're going to cringe when you hear this audio in just a second. You really are. Even if mm. you voted for him, you're going to cringe. Um, there's video of him. He, he, he just was rolling around Atlanta after they got done Sunday. Mm. He was just trolling around. And, and President What's that mean? What's he doing trolling around? Like what? He's just, he's just riding around neighborhoods. Hang on, I'll show you. He's just like belting. He's ice he's, skating on the belt line? Or? That, look, he's just rolling through neighborhoods. Oh, my God. Where is that, like Old Fourth Ward or something? Yeah. Crazy, crazy, Can you crazy. imagine if the president pulled up in front of your house? I would, I would not go to the door. I think I'd run out the back I door. I would not go to the door. Yeah. So it happened, uh, Sunday also happened to be the birthday of the wife of Martin Luther King III. Okay? It was okay. the oldest child, the oldest sibling, or not sibling, the oldest child of, of Coretta, and then Martin Luther King Jr. He, he's the, he's the, round, the round one, you know? <laughs> and so... Um, President Biden, Donna, while at the pulpit, decides he's going to sing happy birthday. Oh, that's nice. Uh, hang on. To Martin Luther King III's wife, live on network television. Oh, boy. At the MLK Day celebration and, and salute and, and thank you, Dr. King, for everything a day thing. You ready? You're going to cringe. You so he goes, he goes rogue. Here's the video. Okay. okay. That's I'm not going to play it yet. That's okay. He's behind the podium. Uh-huh. Okay. And he says... Uh, Jill, his wife, first lady, or for yeah, first lady. Jill and I, we have a thing for your birthday. We sing you happy birthday. Oh boy! Can you imagine being a staffer, a Biden staffer, oh. and you are you're sitting back there behind the vestibule, having you some fruit punch, waiting for the shit to wrap up so you can fly back to D.C. And you hear him go way off script. This is way. What do you mean the president's going to sing happy birthday to Dr. Martin Luther King's son, uh, son's wife? From the pulpit at Ebenezer Baptist Church on live network television. I wonder if they tried to keep I mean, it. Oh, my God. I, I bet they tried to keep flush. it. But here's the thing. I bet knowing that they this is their thing that they do, I bet they tried to keep it from him. On somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday. John, John, did you hear what, what the, the, the boss just said? They're, they're, he's going to sing happy birthday from the pulpit at Ebenezer. And John grabs his. How hard is it to sing the happy birthday song? Okay. Happy birthday to you. Here we go. Happy birthday, dear Alvin. Happy birthday uh -uh. to you. Yes. Well. Yes. 
At that point, at that point, you see the staffers come out and, and just remove him from the pulpit. Uh uh-uh. uh. They did. But can you believe I'm played again? Just that one part. Very Happy good. birthday. Dear Valentine's Day to you. Here we go. Happy birthday, dear Valentine. Who? Who? Who is that, Joe? Cadillac Jack. Hey, don't forget you can now enjoy full episodes of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast on YouTube. The handle is at my second act. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then, of course, we've got uh, oh, this. Oh, that's a bad situation right there. Anywhere from Griffin to Experiment to Highland Mills. State Route 16. The National Weather Service just elevated this warning. They are calling this a particularly dangerous situation. I want to give you an update real quick on the, uh, the tornadoes. Friday morning after the tornadoes at South Atlanta, we talked at, at length about this last episode. This will be quick. National Weather Service said that they suspected that the number of tornadoes, confirmed touchdown tornadoes, would grow as they got into the field more and do all that they do with their investigations and, and journaling and things. The number has doubled as of today, or as of Monday, Tuesday, whatever day it is. Eight confirmed touchdowns in Georgia. In that area or just all around? Well, South 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 Atlanta. Yeah. Um, eight in South Atlanta. Then the, the, the National Weather Service suggested that number is going to grow again, too, by the way. We're still in the field working. Because uh, they do a very detailed, very detailed report for each one. Anytime there's a severe weather event in America, they, they do a very detailed report about it, whether it's a snowstorm, a blizzard, or a tornado, hurricane, whatever it may be. They're, anything that falls under weather, that's their department. Also, Spalding County. We talked a lot about Spalding County last episode, which is where the, the big ones hit uh, and where I spent a lot of time. The EF3 tornado, the biggest of all of them, at one point, Donna, was two miles wide. That's unbelievable. Two miles. This is not the 14 football field one we talked about last episode. This is another one because the number of tornadoes in Spalding County also doubled yesterday. The National Weather Service said it went from two to four, three of them on the ground consecutively. Three tornadoes in the same county on the ground at the same time. I did have someone reach out. We, we, don't, we don't probably have to do it next episode because I know we're running long, but um, they um, wanted to. We didn't um, say, we talked about what to do if you're in your car, but you said you, that we were going to talk about what to do if you're in your office and somewhere else. I can't Get under your desk. Well, I've done that. I had to get under my desk one time. Or for a tornado. During a tornado? Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, I knew that was coming. Uh, or a stairwell. Your house, get a tub, get in the innermost. Yeah, innermost room. And, and, yep. and we talked about getting a ditch if you're on the road. Yeah, if you're on the road, get in a ditch. Interstate. Yep. Don't get under a bridge. Do not get under a bridge. Pod remains free because of our generous sponsors and support from folks like T-Mobile Home Internet, Internet Freedom. Free yourself from uh, Internet BS, reliable Internet, 50 bucks a month. Guests of the Cadillac Jack, my second act podcast, state properties that are owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management, the brands you know, depend on and trust like Marriott Hilton. The audio of, of, of Coach Kirby Smart with the Bulldogs, the audio of a, a locker room, what would you call it, a pep talk, Don? Yeah, it was like a... Um... Was leaked. It's like That's a the first time it's happened. It's like a pep talk to get them. Like you know, this is what they say. We always joke, like you know, what did they say when they went back in the locker room and turned them around to get back out on the field and and win? And um, these speeches are epic sometimes. So there was audio that was leaked, supposedly, of a, a halftime uh, locker room go get them moment from Coach Kirby Smart at the national championship game against TCU. Uh, turns out that's not the case, and Coach Kirby Smart came clean about that. Uh, during a conversation with uh, Ernie Jackson and Charles Barkley on the Steam Room podcast, 
Because you were telling me that people, let's, let's play the clip first from of him actually in the locker room. Because you were telling me people were just kind of up in arms about yes, his language, this is Kirby, his language. Your ass is prepared for this. Three hundred sixty-five days. I think about the locker room. Think about getting our opportunity. All this went through this week to get ready for this game. Now is when you pay the price. You go out there with energy, enthusiasm. Hey guys, ain't nobody in this room should be cautious. Ain't nobody in this room should be nervous about. Go out here and. I believe in you. Let's go. Hey, I'm going. I'm going. Out the, out the gates. Go I'm games. going right now. I swear to God. Surely you weren't surprised at, at, at the, the, uh, his tone? No, no, it wasn't his tone. I wasn't surprised. There were a lot of, a lot of F-bombs. But you know what? He's a coach. We've talked about this. I think that in order to relate to, and that's kind of a sad statement too, that in order to relate to younger players, you have to like, cuss and it's not so much that you have to cuss I do think you have to they have to know that you would run through a damn brick wall for them and that you expect the same from them and I mean it's not gonna you're not gonna motivate people by saying we really need to go out here and give it our give it our best guys you know so I think and here's the other thing I don't like when locker room speeches are leaked because I think that there should be something a little private about that in between the coach and his players because I do think that that there are some people maybe not a lot but some people's opinion of coaches changes would change after they heard I think that's probably maybe you say that's happening right now yeah not I mean not in a big way I just think people were like I had no idea that there's nice like Christian man was out here cussing and I mean Christian man and cuss I get it his job is to motivate the players. And if the um, F-bomb does it, so be it. we got a national so championship. Be it. Yeah, so be it. Here he is with the Charles Barkley and Ernie Johnson explaining that uh, the leaked audio that you just heard was actually not for the national championship game. I quit football after one day because I said, D-Deuce. This is a Charles Barkley here. I quit football after one day because I said, D-Deuce are crazy out here. But if my coach had made that speech, I was like, you know, I'm going to try to tough it out. <laughs> I want to clear the record. That was not before the TCU game. So that was uh, that was leaked from a previous game. And somebody asked me what game. I said, I don't even remember because they all sound like that. But, um, <laughs> the players were all laughing when it came out. A bunch of my guys texted me and said, Coach, they ain't even heard the best one. <laughs> that was nothing. That was G-rated compared to what we normally say. What I normally yell at them. Audio for this episode from uh, the White House and Ebenezer Baptist Church. And uh, who? Uh, what was your record label? What guy got on? And what was your record label? Um, your... LaFace is okay. That, that's right, LaFace Records for TLC. And oh, then Lady Gaga's Gaga on. Uh, Lady, what's that for me? I pull up the uh, president singing happy birthday to uh, Dr. Martin Luther King's eldest son, Martin Luther King III. Birthday, dear I can't really find. I think Just it's holler out, uh, uh, um, Republic. Which used to be on Def Jam, then, Def Jam. We'll then, Def then Jam. Sony ATV. I think it's Interscope. I don't Interscope, know. all of them. Lady Gaga's <laughs> record label. We appreciate you allowing Universal. us to uh, hook up her song. This stuff. Very, very much appreciated. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. <laughs> So like something coming this way, that that way, and they start like doing woo woo woo.